Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to this Ocean Life podcast. I'm your host, Josh Peterson. Today in episode number 74, we check back in with Ryan Levitson for a second time. Spoke to him in the fall of 2018. A hard-charging man of the water living with muscular dystrophy in the waters of French Polynesia. Now, Ryan recaps the past six months since we last spoke, living on a sail catamaran in the Tahitian waters with wife Nicole. We hear of them making the move to their new catamaran after being passed by that same boat in the middle of the Pacific en route from Mexico and the learning curve to life on a new larger boat. Ryan shares the day-to-day routine of life in the Tahitian Islands, scuba diving, kiteboarding, sailing, and the relationships they've made with other cruisers. Ryan shares perspective on riding waves with the bodyboard in the heavy Tahitian surf as his continued loss of muscle makes it more and more challenging to ride waves. We hear about a perfect paradise island that he and Nicole have found with incredible surf and amazing local people, which Ryan is keeping secret, but I'm going to get it out of him. (laughs) So... Thanks for sharing Ryan's ocean life with us. You can find pictures and video of him and Nicole on their YouTube channel, To Afloat. And let's mellow out and maybe even stop using single-use plastics. I just read a report that about 30% or so of all single-use plastics never make it into the landfill and end up floating out to sea. So thanks for being here, supporting the podcast. Now let's get into the ocean life of Ryan Levinson. Ryan Levinson, welcome back to this Ocean Life podcast, man. Thanks for having me. Glad Super, to be here. I'm so stoked when you, I got a Facebook message from you um, a couple, maybe a week-ish back. You're like, hey man, I'm in town. Here we are first. Sorry folks listening. We're in a town called Saratoga right next to Santa Cruz. Yeah. And this is where your beautiful wife's from. And so you're back visiting, but you reached out and said, I'm here. Let's connect. And so yeah. here we are connecting, man. Yeah. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for coming out and meeting. <laughs> like, all right. We kept trying to meet in the water, but we missed each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you yeah. went over today. So it's funny, you pulled up, you're like, this place is so freaking freezing because you've been <laughs> in like the warmest of warmps in French Polynesia for months. Yeah, you know? I've been cold. Like I, you're wearing short sleeves right now. And <laughs> I've got a jacket and long pants. And the, yeah, it's amazing how your body acclimatizes, whether it's hot or cold. Like there's those, those heads you go down with the little you know, like speedos and then they swim in the winter, yeah. like San Diego and Sarah's, you know, out here even. And, oh yeah. And yeah. uh, I trip out on those guys, me being from Santa Cruz and used to the cold water. I see them in speedos and swimsuits and I get cold watching yeah. them, you know? So how was it when you came, you, you jumped in the water last week to get a surf? How was that initial like cold shock after being in the tropics for so long? Yeah, it wasn't that bad, man. Hotline, I, I, they used to give us our suits when I was working on the big wave tour. Yeah. So I still had these like five mil oh, hooded, nice. th- yeah, exactly. So you're prepared. And that was fine. It was, yeah. it was more like I felt like that guy on, you know, that, that movie that they always play Christmas time oh, and it's the yeah. little kid. Ralphie, with the, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Gumby, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like that, I kind of had trouble standing up on the board, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, that thick rubber, man, it's tough, yeah. but it keeps you warm. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, I mean, not to jump right into this, but going up and down those stairs for me yeah. was a, a major, massive, huge challenge. It's almost a max effort. Yeah. So by the time I got to the water, I was, I was a sauna. I was sweltering. Were you? So you kind of gave your own, I was, generated yeah. your own heat. There. I was like flushing the suit. Yeah, <laughs> I was good. I was good. So then let's kind of rewind because when we spoke last, it was in November mm-hmm. and you were here. I was in Santa Cruz. We're like 10 miles apart, but we still did it remotely. So now yeah. it's killer that we're able to do it in person. Yeah. And we, we talked a lot about, about you growing up doing a lot of cool things and then getting muscular dystrophy. Yeah your life going through that. It's an ep- epic episode for folks listening. It was one of the ones that just skyrocketed off. I know a lot of people have heard it. Oh, wow. 
and your life dealing with it, your life evolving beyond it, with your wife being on a boat in the waters of Tahiti in French Polynesia. Mm -hmm. So when we last left then, it's November, mm -hmm. and I remember you're saying, and I just listened to it this morning and I'm probably gonna screw it up. You're like, so we're going back to French Polynesia, yeah. we're getting a new boat, yeah. and but we don't know based on your condition, what the future holds. Right. You might be back here. You might stay out there for much longer. You don't know. But here right. you are six months later after being out there yeah. for six months. So now I'm going to stop here. <laughs> so let's pick up November. You yeah. leave California, you go back. Right. Now take us through kind of from that, that month to today, the new boat, the places you've been, the, and we'll talk along a bunch sure. of the rad stuff you guys are doing in the water along the way. Okay. Yeah, easily. When, when we left San Diego uh, four years, four and a half years ago now, the first four years were on a 38-foot sloop, which is a boat that, um, you know, it, it has one hole, so it can roll from side to side and all that. And that's what we talked about in the last podcast. Like, as I got weaker, yeah. it became a lot harder for me to, to be on that boat because I don't have any core muscles. I can't do a sit-up. I can't push against the wall when I would fall over and right. things like that. So you're just getting beat around. Yeah, I was just getting, it was getting to the point where it was dangerous, right. you know. So we were thinking, okay, this might be it. Maybe we could squeeze one more season, maybe. Um, but right when that was, when we were starting to have these thoughts, we went into the marina and found out that some friends of ours who actually passed us on the way to Mexico. Oh, Did I cool. tell you the story? No. Look, when we, were, when we were sailing from Mexico to the Marquesas Islands in yeah. French Polynesia, it's about a three-week sail. We were in the middle of the ocean, like 2,000 miles from the nearest land, middle of nowhere. Oh, cool. And we're sailing along, and then we see this light in the distance, you know, like a, a light from a boat. And I was like, oh, wow, I wonder who that is. So we called over, and it was this boat, Kiapanui. Great guy, Pete, you know, hey, what's up? Yeah, you know, you're excited to see somebody. You don't see boats for planes. You don't see anybody for weeks. And, um, and then the light got closer and closer. And I was like, man, what kind of boat do you have? He's like, oh, it's a catamaran. You know, it's this, it's this 48 foot cat. And I'm like, how fast are you going right now? Like, oh, they're behind you and they're yeah. catching up. Okay. Right. And the sun yeah. was just going down yeah. so we could see, you know, we were doing five and a half knots and, yeah. and that's, that was our average speed for yeah. 20,000 miles, like, <laughs> like on the computer, you know, it was five, sometimes faster, sometimes slower, yeah. but, but that's, that's a decent speed for a 38 foot boat. Right. You know, when you're not pushing, you're not racing, you know, they were doing 16 knots, <laughs> 16 knots. They just flew by us and it's this beautiful blue boat and it was just like love at first sight like, really that boat's incredible so in the middle of the ocean this thing goes by you and you're waving you're like i like that yeah i was like <laughs> i can do that that boat that boat is you know at the time i didn't have my head wrapped around catamarans yeah. yet i was thinking they're gonna flip instantly they're dangerous yeah. what's the you know this kind of thing i was like you have to have a monohull with a yeah. big keel and a, I, I've evolved since then <laughs> dramatically, <laughs> but you know, so we, we get there and then we would see them once in a while, it just, just sort of cross paths in different areas. And yeah. then he started getting into kiting and I actually, he has some of my old gear and, uh, my friend taught him how to kiteboard and we just kind of started hanging out more and more. And then, you know, over time they were, they were kind of done. Like Pete's wife, Sue, amazing woman. She was, she was like, I just, I'm ready for land. I yeah. want to see the, the kids and the grandkids and this whole thing. Grandkids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the grandkids yeah. and this whole. I didn't want to insult Sarah. You know? <laughs> and uh, and so so it was like okay, this this it. they've already done like a couple laps of the Pacific. Got this it. is like their third boat. You know, they've wow. they've been doing this for yeah. a while. Yeah. So I I heard, just sort of kind of through the grapevine that they were thinking of selling Kiapanui. So I called him up and I said, Are you are you really selling the boat? And they're like, Yeah. And it hadn't even been listed yet. Right. You know. And I was like, Well, you know, we might be interested. And he's kind of like, Yeah, whatever. You know, because we have this yeah. much less sort of you know expensive and involved right, boat right. 38 foot boat up to like a 50 foot yeah. catamaran and uh 
you know, it turned out Nicole came back to the United States to get the transmission. Our, our, on the last boat, the transmission broke and we had to replace it. So I was sitting in the marina, like pulling the engine out of the boat and taking yeah. off the transmission and doing all this, just thinking, oh man, I'm just so burned right. on this little I'm boat. Fixing you know? this thing constantly. Yeah, amazing boat. I, right. I love Naomi. She took us through some incredible right. adventures, but I was ready to, to do something else. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Kiapanui was, was for sale and Nicole was here and yeah. she found out that uh, <laughs> Nicole's so mom wonderful. just walked Thank in with coffee so and, and cakes and stuff. Wow. Uh, so it Thank was, it, thanks Maria. You're welcome. So it was, uh, she, she found out that we could qualify for a loan to be able, you know, we, that this, yeah. that there was, there was funds available to do this. And, you know, for us, the equation is a little bit skewed because uh, I don't have the time to, I, I just don't have it. Like I, I'm starting, yeah. it's hard for me to walk now. Right. And I know for certain I'm going to lose more muscle and all the yeah. rest. And, you know, if you can maintain a boat and, and, and you know how to, and you can keep it in yeah. good shape, it depreciates, but it doesn't depreciate as badly, uh, barring yeah. catastrophe. Right, right. So we said, you know what, we we can't not do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the thought being a catamaran will be more stable. Yep. Catamaran will be faster as so you can get from spot to spot and not yeah. be as tired. Maximize your time, yeah. Right. And this particular catamaran is especially fast and fun to sail. So you have right. the fun factor. And it's got right. the way it's designed, the way Kiapa is designed, she has really wide swim steps. So that's perfect for launching kites from oh, the boat. Oh wow. So you can go into anchorages yeah, I I where I saw a Facebook video or something. Yeah. Do you guys like so stoked? You're like this is so easy to pop up. <laughs> yeah, you can go to it's on our tour float or on I think Cabrina has it on there. No, no, Adventure Sports, the Cabrina really? stores, they have it on their blog too. But um, yeah, so we can get into places that doesn't have a beach or that's kind of hard to launch from, yeah. and we can easily launch. We can land. Dude. It's great for diving off of. It's a good diving platform. Uh, so you know, it just became possible. Yeah. So we, we went for it. We got the boat, and in in a two week period, two weeks, Nicole. Uh, I'd say probably three. Okay, three-week period, we bought a boat and sold a boat in Tahiti. Wow. Uh, Where were you at? What what spot in Tahiti were you? Papeete. Got it. The main. Which is the hub of yeah. sailing, and so if you're going to get it done, it was going to be there. That's it. Wow. So we, did you expect to sell the other boat so quick? No. Yeah. No, no. We were prepared yeah. for like six months or right. something, but like, we put it out on Facebook, actually. We didn't even put it out in our videos yet. Huh. Um, but. You know, because we had kind of this following, we already had three offers like no immediately. Way. Yeah, from all over the United States and friends of a friend. In fact, the same guy who taught Pete how to kiteboard. Yeah. He had a friend and blah, blah, blah. And, it, and long story short, there was this amazing couple, um, Andre and Marina, and they were both crewing on other boats, but they sort of fell in love and they no decided way. it's time for us to do. They pulled their money and it was like right at the edge of what they could afford, you know, but. They've been th looking for a year. For a year. Wow. Yeah, but they wanted to buy, and they just didn't find it yet. But um, that's cool. So it was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. And he's a, he's Forever a great guy. He's a surfer and a diver, yeah. and and um, she's kind of like a, a very conservation minded and yeah. just warm. Like cool. we're really good friends with them now. Yep. And uh, so you know we had to take that boat. You, when you sell a boat, you they look at the boat, they make yeah. an offer and a counter offer, and then you have to haul the boat out of the water and yep. look at it and do sea trips. So we did that whole process with two boats with no broker in Tahiti in three weeks. Wow. Wow, so you got it done quick. So you just like basically like house swapped almost like kind of, yeah. You know, like boat swapped pretty quick. Yeah. So then you're in Tahiti, you're getting this done, and then I also saw a video where maybe you were sea trialing it with Pete, the mm -hmm. owner of Kiapanui. Kiapanui, and you're just like, dude, I can't believe we're going so fast. Yeah. But there's also like the shake, like the learn, the yeah. learning part because it's it's a sailboat, yes, but it it's different, right? It's a catamaran. There's different, radically different. Yeah, it's insane. There's catamarans 
this catamaran okay i should back there's different kinds of catamarans <laughs> yeah. right you've got the catamarans that are kind of like that you go and you charter a boat for a few weeks you know or the catamarans that most people have mm -hmm. and they tend to be heavier and they have like a shower in each cabin yeah. and there's very comfy yeah they're comfy and they have compressors and generators and all mm -hmm. shit and they're kind of heavy and they're not that much faster than monoholes they are faster but they're not that much faster yeah. and they're just more stable and more comfortable then you've got the far other end of the spectrum where you have the carbon fiber, super whiz bang, you know, crazy yeah. cat. Nui is kind of in the middle. She's, she's comfortable and she's big, but she's super light and she doesn't have all this extra right. Gucci, Gucci kind of stuff. It's simple. It's des she's designed to, well, Kiapanui is ancient Hawaiian for a swift sailing canoe. It was, oh, it was a Kiapanui, yeah. you know? Wow. So it's, it was designed, um, you know, with that in mind. So the cabin space is about the same as you'd get on one of these like cruisy 40 something yep. footage for but she's got these long light bows and also so when you sail her yeah she's she's fast enough that that like a, just a, it's kind of like you know when you're paddling in a downwind or in a, yeah and a wave comes and it kind of right pushes you sucks and sucks you in and you're just like riding yeah. it she surfs just like that wow. which is insane so, so this so, is a blue water catamaran this thing is designed oh, yeah. to be crossing oceans oh yeah 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 she was made by a, a guy um dennis Jimenez is a great guy he's french we're in touch now actually oh cool and he built it to plans but he's a boat builder by trade yeah and he built it you know himself with his wife and some friends and yeah. but they uh it's just the attention to detail that they put into this thing and because she's a strip cedar core so she's got yep. this really light very strong, stiff core, you know, that unlike like a lot of boats have like kind of a foam core. So, right, right. But she's this strip cedar and because they're strips and they're soaked in epoxy, if there's a ding in the boat, it doesn't suck in water. It only oh, goes wow. to where that, that strip yeah. is, right? Yeah. And then she's got these diagonally crossed like, like glass with epoxy um, sort of sealing it all in, making it a composite structure. Wow. And then that's all epoxy together. So the boat's just you know, there's all, all flex and catamarans, but this one is wow. really, really stiff. Jeez. And so you guys start, you, you transfer boats, you move your stuff on. Right. And you're just like so geeking out on how stoked you are about the space, right? was one. Talk yeah. about that, but also the speed, you know. So first you have more space. Yeah. How has that changed like your lifestyle living on the water? It's night and day. I mean, first of all, it's way more comfortable. Yeah. Obviously you have a big bed. You can, I mean, you feel right. luxury. Right. You know, you're, you're sleep better and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the, the sailing aspect was actually easier than the monohull because it's easier to move around the boat. Huh. The boat's not rolling when you're trying yeah. to, to mess with right. things. Not healed over. You're just like, yeah. Right, exactly. In fact, it's so much you have to be careful because the the biggest one of the biggest dangers on a cat is that as the wind speed increases, the loads increase in the mast. You know the sails get more and more power, and you can have the sail pulled in too far. Oh. On a mono hole, it'll just, the boat will lean, yeah. lean, lean, and you'll right. know. It'll show a, you it's getting there, right? Right on a cat, you don't feel yeah. that. So the boat just goes faster and faster to a point, and then you're like, oh, I must be doing great. Right. You know, we're doing 15 knots or whatever it is but you've actually got the sail over trimmed and yeah. it's, you've, you know, there's massive loads on the boat. So you have to get me real conscious of that. You gotta be really conscious. That's the biggest difference. Right. So is that something that I'm guessing Pete really kind of drilled into you is the really. things to really watch out for really? No, I actually, I you read a couple books and I talked to a lot of friends who have cats. I mean, yeah. the basic tenants, like you said, are the same, you know, there's a parent wind, true wind and sail trim and that kind of stuff is the same. Mm -hmm. You don't have the same feel like you do on a monohole and a monohole the boat you can get the sails trimmed and the heel just right and it's kind of it's it's a lot like being on like a long board when you find the right yeah. trim and you're just kind of locked in you know it it's it's that sort of feel like the, the helm is 
just just right, not fighting you in any direction. The boat's not pounding. It's kind of yeah. going right through the waves. Cats doesn't doesn't have that kind of feel. Cats, it's all like it's like a video game almost. Mm. You're looking at screens and seeing what the winds are doing because as you go faster and faster, you start generating your own wind. Kind of, it's like wow. the headwind that you make from your speed increasing. Yeah. The boat responds to that, so you start trimming for for that wind, the wind that you wow. feel, not the Crazy. actual wind. Yeah. Is that, you know, that's what the boat. And then it just goes even faster. So yeah. the wind can be behind you, real wind. Like if you were dead stop, just sitting at anchor, right. you know, the wind, you know, could be behind you, but you get going so fast that, that you start feeling kind of a headwind right. and the wind feels like it's coming from, from almost in front of you. Wow. So, Trippy. you know, yeah. And then, you know, in our, our video we're putting up pretty soon, I showed the instruments. It's like nine and a half knots of boat speed and like 10 and a half knots of wind, right. you know? Wow. That's cool. So a whole new paradigm kind of. So whole that's new paradigm. Part of probably, or I'm guessing part of like the, the excitement from you guys is bigger, faster, but then just something kind of new and something to learn, right? That, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So you get, you get this radical new boat mm-hmm. and then what? So you, did you have a course plotted out? Like you had some spots you wanted to hit over the next few months. How do you decide where to go with so many epic places at it's, your disposal? It's a huge sense of freedom because the cats, they don't draw as much water. The fin on the oh, bottom doesn't yeah. go down as deep. What is it dra- what's the draft of that thing? I, I say four feet just to be yeah, safe, but right. it's, it's closer to three. Jeez, yeah. Yeah, so you can get in, like, you can get into water you can stand in. Right. You know, and, you're fl- and there's, there's these, like, little windows, actually, down below that are, like, kind of the escape hatch, you know? Yeah, and if it flips, yeah, you can pop out. Yeah, theoretically, yeah. you know. <laughs> they don't, they can't sink. That's the thing yeah. about cats that's unreal is they literally can't, it's right. made out of wood. There's no keels on it. The only heavy things are the engines. Yeah. You know, the boat could, you could throw a chunk of dynamite in there, blow it up yeah. and just have a bunch of floating pieces, right. you know? <laughs> so even if it flips, it'll sit down. The, the plans, there's actually, a, we have line drawing for how the boat will sit upside down in the water. Oh, that's cool. And you just wait for help. Yeah, you know? yeah, but yeah. <laughs> regardless, there's these windows. So you can go into places that are super shallow and right. you can be at anchor and, you know, sit on the pot or something, right. just open the door and look out the window and watch sharks and that's rays cool. swim by and like, yeah four feet of water, you know, it's right. unreal. Gosh. So to, to answer your question, yeah. we, uh, we wanted to learn the boat first. So we just kind of started pinging back and forth between Tahiti and Moorea. Mm-hmm. But what's sick about this boat is because she's so fast, we can actually sail to conditions now. So like before we would go to a place and say, okay, we want to surf. So we're going to go to this spot and we'll sit there for a while. When the surf's good, we'll surf and whatever. And oh man, what a bummer. Surf's flat, but there's yeah. really good wind, but it would take us too long to get to the other right. place. So we'll hang, right? Yeah. Now we can get to the other place. So we're, like, we're on let's it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. It's like getting in the car. All right. It's a surf trip. Let's just go an hour up the coast. But yeah. you just pack up and you yeah. jam it now in this new boat. And because she's so much easier to like weigh anchor to bring the anchor up and to get the sail wow. started and everything is just designed for simplicity. Pete wow. did an incredible job uh, getting the boat ready to be yeah. sailed and the dinghies on these like poles that lifted out of the water instead right. of we used to have to put it on the deck and tie it down and all this. So wow. now, yeah, we can, you know, for me, especially I'm, I'm extra grateful, not just because of the hedonism of being able to do our sports, you yeah. know, <laughs> but because I know that the clock is ticking and yeah. it's ticking really loudly now. Yep. Like it's, it was, I had the only way I could get up the stairs today at Cal's yeah. was Nicole had to help me carry, carry the board, you know, right, and right. I was grabbing the handrail and, yeah, you know, so, you know, being able to, to get, that was kind of one of my biggest things about maybe we should go back because I'm missing so many opportunities to, to move through the water, which is right the way I move through yeah. the world best. And, right. um, now, now we can get those. So, yeah. wow. So you're just able to maximize your time out there yeah. on this boat. How cool. Yeah. I mean, that's so like, 
special that you this the story of seeing this boat in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah. And then here you are on it, and yeah. it's 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 probably blown your mind how set up it is for you. Yeah. Right, just everything about it—the speed, the comfort, the, the simplicity, everything. Yeah, that's so rad. The strength. Yeah. Yeah. So you're pinging between Morea and Tahiti yeah. to shake it down, and then what's the next spot? Well, you know, it—it's it, a—it's a real seasonal thing for us. You know, yeah. like cyclone season, kind of hot and rainy in the societies. So we might move up to a different island chain that's that's um, got some really good diving and and yeah. and some fun surf, but not so much kiting. And then hang out there until the end of cycling season. And, and in the middle, you're always passing through the two Motus, which are kind of the gems. You know, it's just right. these, there's, you know, what, like 70 or more. I don't even know. There's just an endless number of these atolls. Ugh. And you can, the diving is is just unbelievable. There's 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 this one pass where they call it the wall of sharks, where you, you, you know, you free dive down to 60, yeah. 70 feet or something. And it's just, you, all the sharks sit there in the current like oh, a conveyor belt, you know? Oh, so man. there's literally hundreds of sharks just sitting there very calmly just swimming against the current jeez and, and you guys hit that you, you saw it dove it yeah dove that spot she yeah. hasn't she's she's seen it from the surface yeah she's she's at 40 feet now yeah he can free dive down to 60 and hang out for a little while yeah, yeah but she's I yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I will get but she's got a 230 static now that's good for oh that's really good yeah, yeah. So uh, talk about that. I mean, so like, along the way you're not just like sailing and hanging out and anchoring up you guys are very active both you yeah in the water and so yeah. Again, you mentioned already surfing, kiting, yeah. diving, free diving, but also scuba. Yeah. So, I mean, like, t- talk about, I mean, how do you decide what you're going to do next? I mean, is it just based on what you, if it's windy and waves and it's epic conditions, like in, you know, underneath the water, how you kind of yeah. decide day to day what you're going to do? That's literally what we do. That's kind of my job. Yeah. So we have enough access to weather information that we, we know if swell's coming, we know what the winds are doing and we sort of know the area that we're in. What are the yeah. We've been there long enough now. Got it. Oh, and there's, cool. there's kind of a network, you know, right. there's like a bunch of heads on different boats in different areas right. and you kind of know like what spots are on and things like That's that. That's so sweet. It's useful. So we, uh, and a little bit of it is what do we, what do we want to get into? Like yeah. kind of right now we've been really pushing hard on free diving because mm. It's just, you know, it's, it just feels good. You know, it's super yeah. fun. So. Yeah, talk about simple, you know, versus scuba, which is cool and relatively simple, but it's free diving. It's like, here's my mask and my fins and some weight and you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So we mix it up. We've been pushing deeper depths. Um, you know, we've been practicing like the, the CO2 tables, you know. Yeah, cool. And Nicole kind of used to just free dive a little, but she started yeah. frothing. So I was like, hey, if you're into it, let's go. <laughs> so like, you know, we just came back from West Marine where I bought, you know, a dive line. Yeah. So, you know, we cool. can, we can then a bottom plate, you know, yeah. <laughs> so we can yeah, and see, yeah, get down yeah there. we can set it. And, and then, um, you know, Shearwater, they make the Tarek yep. dive watch. It's just insane. It has oh, like, wow. A haptic alarm it buzzes instead of beep so it doesn't scare fish and things like you oh know, that's so, cool yeah at depth it buzzes or time uh, whatever either yeah, one see, yeah custom alarms wow, and cool and you're you're kind of a into free diving you yeah. can set the sample rate for the for the um the record you know the bluetooth to your phone and you oh, see really? the chart so yeah, it's kind of fun cool. yeah. how fast did you go down how fast did you come yeah, up yeah you know? so now for you like with the condition of your of your muscles in your body mm-hmm. Free diving. Is there any? Do you, do you notice any huge, you, huge challenges? Huge challenges, even free diving. Yeah, yeah. especially free yeah. diving because I can't lift my arms over my head. So for me, um, and I don't have a lot of propulsion with my arms, and yeah. my legs are are weaker. They're okay. I can kick fins. Right. You know, that's not a big drama for me. But I can't streamline really well because if I put my arms over my head, yeah, I, I end up 
really arched and my shoulders wing way out because there's no muscle to hold them right. down. And, and the only way I can put them over my head is to clasp them together and sort of kind of push them. It's not really like holding them up. It's kind yeah. of this. So, you know, that, that, that presents some challenges for some techniques in free diving. Right. Um, but I'd say mainly the, the streamlining is, right. is hard. And also I can't like turn my head up the same way. So if I'm in trim, mm. Right, like spearfishing would suck for me because yeah. I can't present. Yeah, yeah, I can't present just like just like a torpedo to the fish. Right, right. You, you have know, to be vertical facing them. Yeah, kind of more so. Right, you right. know, if I I can't, I haven't been able to to load a gun in right you know, a year. The right. bands are just out of my reach now. Yeah, yeah. So then, with like the weight and everything, are mm -hmm. you because you you're limited, like your swimming ability is not as strong as it used to be. So are you? using less weight in case you need to like hit the mm. surface in kind of an emergency situation like yeah. you won't be able to keep yourself up or how does that i try to wait usually for neutral at about 40 feet yeah you know something like that what, so how much weight would that be in that water because you're are you for wearing me? a suit or just trunks usually this time of year it's just yeah. trunks yeah maybe like a rash guard yeah you know and yeah. I, i'm diving with what three pounds now three pounds yeah that's and, uh, much. yeah um, when I'm diving with like a three mil, like a dive suit, I'll, I'll maybe wear six. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm wearing a seven mil and I'm more putting 21 pounds on. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when we dive, when yeah. we dive tanks, oh, yeah. the, the tank is negative enough. You don't have right. to use any weight. You know? That's so sweet. Yeah, it's Jeez. a different, it's a different game. But yeah. I think, you know, the disease has been beneficial for me in free diving in, in the sense that um, I mean, there's the disadvantages structurally and technique we just talked about, but the big advantage has been I've had to learn how to do things in an efficient manner because I don't have the strength to compensate. Hmm. So if I'm anything from standing up from, from yeah. lying on the ground to standing up to paddling to uh, swimming to anything, right. I have to be, my only thing I've got is aerobic conditioning and efficiency. Right. So free diving is, you know, it's 80%. Uh, uh, how calm can you stay? How efficient can you be? Right. How little oxygen can you use? So yeah, yeah. I, I have the ability to to very actively scan my body and release right. tension and yeah, you know that's cool, man. I love that because I see I can relate in the sense that as we all age, yeah, and certain like I'm not as fast to my feet surfing, so I don't shortboard as much, and my yeah. knees are kind of funky, and I'm making all these excuses, but still, no, so no, you like exactly. you can either pine and kind of wish you could still do all that stuff or you can shift a little bit and as you're doing and very well is in shift of course into new new sports and different things but but also i think the mindset part is yeah. is really key because you can just go jump in the water and free dive right or you can just like really just you take that as an opportunity and free diving is one scuba is another and all other things in the ocean to just kind of use it as an opportunity to get your mind right too, Yeah, you know? And like you said, that the body scan thing, getting yourself set and then free diving, when you can do that, sometimes I'll run out, I'm so excited to go spearfish because yeah. it's crystal clear. Yeah, yeah. I know there's fish out there. Yeah. I'm just in the water all of a sudden, I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I'm not really yeah. that zoned out. I'm not really chill. Right. Why is my bottom time so shitty? And oh, I'm still in like land yeah. amp mode. Let me just bring it down a notch. Yeah, you know? it's like when, when you dive to numbers instead of diving yeah, to, to yeah. feel. And when you do that, the whole experience is different. You're just like so much more part of you yeah. know, being underwater. So that's yeah. One of my favorite cool. kind of ways to free dive actually is there's this anchorage we like to go to in Morea that's sandy and it's about 12 feet deep. And um, I like to just you know be naked or just in trunks, yeah. no mask, no fins, and just just swim down you know as best I can. Yeah. And then and you know I'm usually pretty positive, but right. but um, just just to just, just be. to be yeah, yeah. you know because for me gravity is 
is a, is a real bitch, you right. know? So being underwater, I have way more mobility. Yeah. So if, to me, like the ocean is a, a greater sense of freedom rather than a sense of, yeah. you know, restriction or, yeah. or encumbrance. How about your fins? Are you trying, you have like super stiff fins to try to get more oomph out of your kick or anything or just no. normal free dive fins? Or? I've been diving Omer Stingrays, but I've just got a pair of Mako carbons. So oh, nice. they're, um, they're in the other room. Yeah. Sweet. So we'll let you know, but uh, no soft it's, yeah. you know, I'm kicking, obviously I'm kicking from the hip and, yep. and, uh, again, technique, you know, when you're, when you're, yeah. we don't have to do anything like out here, you're swimming against kind of like, there's a lot of surface swimming sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, and out there we literally just jump off the boat. That's yeah. That's straight down. Yeah. And if yeah. we're diving like with pairs, it'll be one up, one down. And whoever's yep. up is holding the dinghy, yeah. you know, and just yeah. drifting with it. Yeah. Dude, that's so, so yeah. Uh, I just need fins to get off the bottom. Yeah. Really. That's and, it. Yeah. That's sweet. Um, now w diving, <clears throat> Have you, and I'm, sh well, I won't say yes for you, but <laughs> I'm guessing there's times when you've been free diving and you saw some epic game fish where you're like, holy shit, I wish I had a spear gun right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many, so thick. Is that every tuna. time you go out? I mean, it's so thick with tuna. Really? There's dog tooth tuna on every pass. Like big badass ones, huh? Big ones, big boys, yeah. We, I can't spearfish because I can't hold yeah. the gun, I can't live, but our friends do, you know? And the challenge is, is getting them before the sharks, you know, boating them before the sharks tear them up. They're fast. They're super fast. They're big, healthy yeah. tigers in the uh, just out Come there. Come closer, yeah, also. yeah, yeah, please. But they're they're healthy. They they like their fish. Yeah, they and they see a, a tuna kind like, of flop, flittering around. Yeah, bang, they're on it. I've tried yeah. with lines, but we always end up pulling up a shark. You know? No way. Yeah, like the tuna will hit it. You'll feel it. You're, right. you're pulling in the tuna as fast as you can, and then bang, you can feel the shark hit, and you're like, damn it, Whoa. lost another one. Jeez. So the tigers, you say they don't really. It's not the tigers. She's pay too much no, attention. It's, to the, it's the grays, yeah. the gray reef shark. Yeah. They're not. They're not that. Not, they're not bad. We have a friend. Okay, I, you know, I, I love sharks. They're beautiful. Yeah. You know, they're powerful. They're curious. They're super intelligent. They've sometimes in certain anchorages where they, they people are used to feeding them. Yeah. They'll, you'll walk around the boat and they'll follow you around the boat, <laughs> yeah. like kind of looking up. <laughs> right, you know? right. Like dogs. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes they do dumb shit stuff. We actually are, they, one attacked our boat a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah. There's these swim steps on the, on the back of the boat, yeah. right at kind of almost at water level, right? And um, in the middle of the night, I heard this bang, like the whole boat shuddered. I was like, oh man, someone just nailed us. And I went up on deck with a light looking around and I didn't see anything. Sometimes like a tree floats down a river after the rain or something, yeah. but there was nothing. So I was like, okay, a fish just bounced off the hole and yeah. the boat's kind of light. So you, you know, you hear it. And then Nicole went down the next morning and she's like, oh, there's this dead fish on the, on the swim step, you know, like a, couple, yeah. like a foot and a half long, like a, you know, a pretty yeah. healthy little fish. And then she's like, what? No way. Check this out. And I went down and there was a semicircle of holes. No way. You know, on this, a bite mark. On yeah. So the step. shark was chasing the fish, <laughs> you know, and the fish jumped and the shark just went in for no. the bite and um, just chomped on the, oh. the swim step. Any, any teeth stuck in there? No, but there's holes. Like you, <laughs> it's like a perfect, we put the picture on Facebook. Really? There's a perfect semicircle of, there's of the little. There's holes there and then you can see where he like dragged down. They scraped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you have to like fill it in with epoxy or anything? I or, should, like, but I kind of like. It I, looks I, badass. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. I want to leave it. I don't know. Maybe I'll fill it in. I think it's cool. It or something. Yeah, if it's not leaking water or something. Yeah. So they're they're out there, and yeah. you know you see them all the time everywhere. Yeah. But um, you know that we had a friend who who was actually attacked. We we know like three hmm. or four people who were attacked, but he was attacked by a lemon shark at one of the atolls yeah. in the Tuamotu surfing. Right, surfing, surfing. Those guys are pretty mellow. The lemon sharks, right? No, no. Well, or is it you don't nurse know? Sharks, Hot so and cold. Really? Nurse sharks are mellow. Yeah, yeah. Lemons. Uh, there was a pearl diver 
in another atoll in the Tumultus yeah. who has a giant scar like half of his chest is from he just got just torso torso hit from a yeah. lemon shark but Ooh. but that's rare it's yeah. the exception I, I don't know why the lemon went after him maybe yeah. territory right right yeah you never know so of all the places you've been um you mentioned a bunch of cool spots, the Tuamotus, et cetera. Do you have one favorite spot where like, if you could only pick one place to ever go again in your lives out there, would it be, is there a yeah. special spot for you guys? Yes. What is that? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That place does exist. That so, place so does exist. The question really was, are you able, and you were able to pick one of so many beautiful epic places? Because yeah. I, 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 I can was talk imagining like, dude, there's just too many. I don't know what to say, no. but there is a spot. There's that's a spot like, that's magical. It's, yeah. it's by far the happiest I've ever been in my yeah, life. Really? It's um, just it's a, it, there's a place that exists. It's a <laughs> yeah. cove. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. There's a cove and, um, you know, it, I was just thinking we have an AIS and people are going to check the AIS logs and I'm like, but we turn it off when we go there. You know, so, so you really, it's that insanely um, epic. Yeah. But what it is, is there's a cove and in this cove, there's, um, a very good wave. Yeah. There's no secret that there's waves in French Polynesia. I don't right. think I'm giving away anything, Yeah. but this is a wave that nobody goes to because you can't get there. You, you can get there by land, but it's a mission. Right. You know, there's a little village, but but not a lot of people live there. Yep. And there's no internet. There's no wow. cell phone. There's the no stores. stores. Perfect. So there's none of that. And the the anchorage from a sailing perspective sucks. It's deep mm. and it's kind of a crappy bottom for the anchor. And you're always rolling the, you know, swells just, right. you know, you're just rolling around all over the place. Um, but the there's there's like the the, the level of, uh, it's like, trying to, to tell you without telling you too much you know, but like the wildlife is 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 truly wild it's yeah. like it's the kind of place where like they invite you for dinner and it's like a pig that they just hunted you wow know so I mean? it's like you might use the word pristine as it's, much as hard yes. as that is to kind of say these days like it's it's pristine borderline ish wow yeah. there's no trash that enough is just like that paints enough picture to say that it's something's like that i can just imagine how yeah incredible that would be. and and the people are authentic they still speak their native language yeah in their, you know, it's a, it's a unique dialect of their native language, yeah. and they still like the little kids play in the river, you know, and yeah. then the the daddies take their their little kids surfing, you know, and then wow. and it's it's just, it's just there's a couple waves. One's super heavy and like kind of the the heavy dudes, you know, surf that, and then the other wave is like just a super mellow wave, kind of like kind of like a California wave. And for me, it's a gift because I I struggle sometimes on the reef passes. Yeah. Because the waves in French Polynesia are all, they're all consequential. If you go on the wrong tide, yeah. you get sucked out to sea and you die. And, th- and it happens <laughs> a couple of times a year. Right. Somebody gets sucked out. There's always on the radio, um, you know, like the, the equivalent of the Coast Guard right. will be calling, hey, so-and-so in a canoe got sucked out to sea. Keep, like, can wow. you see it? Keep your eyes open. Wow. Right. And they're all super, like, I mean, you've seen Teopo, like Chopu, you know, like that's, that's not what they're like. But right but they're somewhere they're heavy it's reef and it's, it's heavy draining. reef yeah shallow right so even even for me like it's hard to kick against just like a couple knot current yep and there's always current so i'm kind of it's hard to stay in the right spot and i'm all on a bodyboard now i can't surf right. at all so hard to get into the wave and if and if you you know if you don't commit you certainly won't catch it right but if you do commit and you just don't have the horsepower right 
you know, you're just hanging in the bang. ledge. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. In fact, at this at this great spot, this is a funny story. We were at this great spot, and and um, there's this little kid there who loved us. You know, yeah. he has a disability. Actually, yeah. he was a little oh. kid with a disability. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. He go Ryan, Ryan, tube, tube. I got a little barrel there in front of him. He's like, oh, tube. And no from then way. on, tube, tube, tube. <laughs> But he um, he surfs every day all day, like the heaviest frother you've ever seen. Really, and it's sick. I mean, he doesn't have fins, so he would put like slippers on his hands, you know, to catch to to oh. paddle, and um, on a boogie board. And all the little local kids would like kind of push him out. Oh, These little like cool. little grams. How old were they? Like eight, maybe. Eight, eight, ten, eight to, eight to twelve, helping like they'd help him out, and then they cheer him into a wave, and then he would catch so a wave, rad. and you would hear him screaming like just so, and he would out, he'd be out till dark, and really, you know, and then the day after we got to know him a little bit, there's a little kind of like a kind of like a little pier thing sort of over by shore, and in the morning he would go sit on the pier and wait for us to wake up, you no know, because we were anchored, and then I'd go on deck and he'd get excited, but I'd kind of do my yoga and stuff, and then finally he he you knew. Just hear this in the background. Yeah, he tried to wake you guys up. Yeah, <laughs> so we'd go pick him up, and he he doesn't speak a word of English, and he doesn't speak even French. He only yeah. speaks his native. Wow. You know? So he would sit on the boat and just 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 so stoked to be around the oh, energy, and we'd let yeah. him drive the dinghy with us, you know. But his dad was like the heavy, right? He was a great guy, like one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Just yeah. solid muscle, right? Just, just thick and charges just really a good surfer not flashy and just riding his old beat up chipped up you know ancient waterlogged board and just taking off and had the place dialed probably yeah dialed and he's fit and just a great guy yeah you get this one i'm like oh it's your you know no 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 you go you know just one of the true polynesian and it really is like that you paddle out everybody shakes your hand it's just wow so anyways uh this you know his kid you know is always hanging out on the boat and one day the heavy left was breaking and I decided nobody was out. And I, and I kind of, you know that feeling where you, you look at the wave and you, you, you know you want to surf it, but you're, you kind of don't because yeah. it's kind of heavy. And, but if you don't go, you're like- You're going to regret that you didn't go. Right. Yeah. You know, and, I was, and I was still kind of thinking like, I can do this. Right. I can do this. So I went out there and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And this was, I think this was the last time I'm pretty sure that I, I will ever get to have that experience. Yeah. Because this was when- I for sure had crossed the threshold uh, and was starting to be a danger to myself. And But what happened was, is I went out to the heavy wave. There was one guy surfing kind of this in-between in wave on the inside who we knew. And he's kind of looking at me like, whoa, okay, he's you like, know. And I've surfed the heavy wave before. Yeah. It's just, I'm alone now and it was kind of... Describe the wave though, sorry. Give us it's, a little... It's a slabby left. It, yep. it, breaks, it breaks really fast along a kind of jaggedy coastline. And the, the last section, it lines up. And if you're not kind of set up yeah, and trim right it, it's a, it's a gaping barrel but it's 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 kind of short but if you don't make that you're right onto the to the yeah. jaggedy razors yeah yeah and if and if you do make it it's still fast and you know but but you can get out and, and make it to the channel but the takeoff it, it it's kind of like almost like a like a like a like a like a wedge kind of thing yeah. you know, bounces and doubles up so it's yeah it's tricky it's tricky tricky sketchy it's, everything yeah yeah but you gotta make you you have to make it you know have to make it <laughs> so anyways you know it's like kind of place you catch like two waves in a session and you're right like, okay sweet you know? <laughs> and you're out of there yeah yeah and, and you can't hop the, you have to take off on the peak because of how fast it is anyways yeah so i'm i'm like okay i'm gonna go nicole's in the channel in the dinghy watching and and i turn and, and i go for it and i and i didn't I just didn't get in, yeah. you know, and I went over the falls and I got pinned on the bottom and, and it cut me up, you know, 
So I go back to the to the boat, and I'm kind of like I'm proud of myself for going, but at the same time I'm bummed because yeah. I'm cut up. And and uh, Hardy, woohoo, you know. So we go pick him up, and he comes out, and he's hanging out on the boat, and I'm trying to I'm trying to just kind of I always try to communicate, right? And I go, you know, tu papa, you know, the the champion la gauche. He's the champion of the left, you know, like the words that he might know, yeah. you know. And, and he's like, wee wee. He's like really proud, my papa. And then he looks at me really seriously for a sec, and he kind of looks down at my cuts and looks back up, and he goes, you. No champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, he meant well, but oh yeah, that's classic though. It's a kid's just like call it out. Yeah, yeah. straight up, pure honesty. <laughs> to to give you an idea of how incredible the Polynesians are, Hardy, I'm I'm getting a story a little bit wrong, so fix me, Nicole. But he was on the boat, and we had some friends over that we knew, and and we had like chocolate or something, and. And there was or, or some some kind of snacks out, you know. And we were all just kind of eating from this common plate. And then there was like like one left at the end, a piece of chocolate or something. And Hardy picked it up and he was excited and, he, and, he, and then he stopped and then he like offered it to everybody else first. Dude, how's that? Yeah, like at eight years or ten or whatever he was years old. That just exemplifies that whole culture right there, huh? That's yeah. so incredibly cool. Similar story. We were at another wave down by Chopu, and and um, I was on the dock and there were these kids there. Did I tell you the story? Uh-uh. Uh, these kids would sit there after school every day and they would do flips off this dock, you know, just over and over and over again, yeah. just so stoked. And they would ride their little BMX bikes back and forth. And Nicole and I would go hang out there sometimes and kind of wrap out the kids and talk story. And, you know, when they, whenever a kid would come down with like a little, they don't have any money, you know, it's, yeah. this is like country Tahiti. They would right. come with like these little like kind of like um, snack food pizzas from the local store, you know? And then like 20 kids would all gather around and they'd split it up. You yeah, know? that's cool. Or like someone else's mom would drop off like a Coke or something yeah. and they'd all like share it, you know? Wow. But when we, when we told them we were leaving, they got panicky. And, and, I, and we didn't understand why, you know? And they were like, you can't stay, wait. And we're like, what's, what's wrong? Yeah. And then one of them like offered me like his half thing of water, you know, like a bottle. I was like, oh, I've, I've got water. You know, he's like, and then they got panicky again. And finally, um, one of them took off this little bracelet that he had made, you know, and he gave it to me, this bracelet. And it turns out we figured out that they were so distraught because they didn't have a gift. Wow. To, to, for you to leave with. Yeah. Like they wanted us to remember, you know, That's to remember so them in the spot. Gosh. How does that like just help restore your faith in humanity when you see stuff like that, you know? It's, Especially at such a young age. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. It does, but also, you know, you you see, in some parts of Tahiti, like like ice. Well, not even Tahiti. In some of the islands in French Polynesia, ice is starting. The the, the some Hawaiians went down there and brought some ice and kind of introduced. Oh. So now it's yeah, it's it's starting to follow the same path. Damn. In some areas, they just yeah. they just busted the first home like tahitian based meth yeah. labs oh, two of them. uh right kind of near where those kids live yeah. actually Damn. so it's and and from what we heard from another friend of ours who was down there at the end of the road uh the locals used to come up and be like hey you know do you have beer you know do you want some weed or whatever? now it's like cocaine yeah you know? yeah do you have coke do you have coke oh so it's yeah it's it's moving it's yeah it's in, evolving in the way unfortunately things evolve in rural communities these days but that paradise place yeah isn't touched at all yeah. by any of this yeah yeah that's cool so when you guys go back and you're here for the weekish or so will you try to make it back to that spot is that it on takes, your it's it's hard to get there is it yeah it's yeah. not like a it's let's a tr- just go it's check a it. trek yeah you park it when you're there we spent what four or five months there i think anchored right nicole yeah and that was the hardest sail we've ever done on our on the oh really yeah. 
there. But when we, once we're there, like when Nicole, like eventually you have to get food, right? So you have fish, like the local fishermen would always throw a fish in the boat or something, but you know, there's fruit, like unlimited fruit. People would come with sacks of fruit because they don't want their, you know, literally sacks of fruit. Please take this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, throwing it, throwing it overboard at night, you know, (laughs) sometimes, but they, um, the, uh, uh, where was I going with that? Food. Oh yeah, Nicole, to go to the store, it was it's an eight hour trip to go to the grocery store, you know? She has to hitchhike and oh, yeah. they stop and feed the goats and right. then so-and-so's cousin right. so needs it's a like ride. A, it's a yeah, it's commitment. Now. But yeah. when we were there, there was three month period where I didn't step foot on land. I would just wake up and I'd wow, paddle really? out, surf, paddle like, back to the boat. Three months? Three months, yeah. That's pretty epic. Yeah. How did it feel? Do you remember when you stepped back on land after that? Was it yeah. like strangish like how what does that feel like after three uh, months of it, not it was just kind of like it remarkable or no it was, it was just like, like oh, oh man i'm on land yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like yeah a wobbly. i was a little wobbly but i'm a little wobbly in now. general yeah exactly you always have been <laughs> always have been you know it's my excuse yeah um no it was magic i mean for me nicole was gone for part of that time yeah and it was heavy for me because on the old boat if i fell in the water i didn't have the strength to get back on board without right. like a ladder you right. know and this place, there's there's no real like beach nearby. Yeah. There's some big fish in those waters, you know. And there's no other boats. There's definitely no one within radio range. Right. Not, you know. Right. So it was. Yeah. It was real. And yeah. if I had like if a mosquito bit me, dengue fever or right. chikungunya. Yeah. Is it's pretty much not necessarily a death sentence for me, but it's certainly a you're gonna lose mobility and never mm. get it back kind of. Wow. Dang. Because it affects your joints and muscles. Right. And right. So. Um, you know, so then she's gone. So Nicole was my only even person who spoke the same language. Totally. <laughs> you know, and my wife and, you know, like yeah. we look out for each other. Absolutely. And all so I'm alone on this boat for three weeks. Yeah. And, um, and that was, that was one of the most transformative experiences of my life. Uh, yeah. I was just going to ask that. I wonder, it's like oh, Robinson Crusoe by design, but not really <laughs> Robinson Crusoe, but like, yeah, it was just you and your thoughts. Yeah. Well, there's these, the water and, and these goats. <laughs> on the boat? No, uh, no. Some friends of ours did bring some goats really? from the Marquesas to the Tuamotus, and they regretted it. They, a friend of theirs wanted a goat, so they put a couple goats and sailed them there, and the goats just wrecked havoc. Just, oh, just weeded the place, you know. But and then they got them onto the little island in the Tuamotus, and the goats like ate all the vegetation, <laughs> oh and like God. the locals were like, "Okay, get in my belly," <laughs> you know. Like, you're, Enough of these guys. Yeah, they were hoping for like goat milk and yeah. stuff. And, Jeez. So, um, yeah, so but, then, yeah, please. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I mean, for me, because it, it cut it down to the essentials. So I'd wake up, you know, yeah. yoga, meditate, eat, whatever, do the boat. There's always work on the boat, tons of work. It's not just play, play, play. And then I'd surf. And usually, sometimes if it was really good, there'd be a couple of guys out, you know, but a lot of yeah. times it was alone. Yeah. And then back to the boat. And, um, you know, surfing is also a kind of meditation and stuff. Yep. But, but to be able to be in a place where, I became aware of how much impacted I am by kind of outside influences, Yeah, you know? But now I have a place where nobody is judging, you know, yeah. nobody's like, I'm the disabled guy or I'm right. the inspirational guy or whatever. I'm just, you know, I, I'm the goats look at me the same way I'm looking at them. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, hey, yeah. yeah well, Equals. So, yeah. 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 Or like, okay, are you a threat? No. Okay. Well, cool. Right. This is your world too, man. Right. You know, like yeah. do your thing. <laughs> You know, and then of course surfing, you know, it's just, it's when you're surfing alone, it's so different than when you're surfing with your buddies or when you're, and to do that like day after day after day for three weeks in a place like this and the water's clear and there's fish everywhere and, you know, waterfalls coming off the cliffs and, you know, uh, and then on the boat it was, and it's super hot, you know, like that time of year and there's no real wind there. So 
you know, it's like a hundred degrees and you've always got this impending, you know, fear of like, if I could fall overboard, yeah. if I get, you know, so hurt, surfing. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, I think it's more like you just accept, you right. know, you just sort of like, uh, you know, you, you know that there's a risk and you're yeah. aware of it. But Here's the reality just, of the situation. Any of these things could happen at any time. You'll be careful. You're not going to do stupid stuff, but. Right. And it's, it's a risk that's worth happens. taking. Yeah. Whereas here, you yeah. know, like you're on the interstate and you're like, right. car can hit me at right. time like, and whatever. And, right. You know. So how is that? So you, you're like, you're in, you're in this basically paradise and you're moving around different islands and some islands are epic. Some islands are really nice. Some you're like, oh, let's go. This isn't like really for us. Fine. Has its own natural beauty. Mm-hmm. But you're legitimately in paradise, relatively speaking. And then you like get on a plane, you step off into Bay Area. Super hard. California. Like what's that? How? And there's people and there's cars and there's busyness and there's just every thing. It's almost potentially opposite ends of the spectrum of life, you know, yeah. and, and culture and everything. So it is. How, how is that? Just like, is it, does it zap your head? How do you adjust to this crazy California freaking yeah. life? It, it's hard for, for me. a couple of weeks, yeah. To be honest, now that we've done it a few times, I kind of know it's coming. Right. So you, know you I mean? ahead of time, you probably use your meditation to kind of get yourself yeah, ready to like, you know, I, I look at it like this, like, it's almost like this is my work trip instead yeah. of my vacation, you know? So when I come here, mm. this is our chance to like get all the spare parts we yeah, need. This right. is and right now we're putting some new batteries. So I, I get to, you know, I can do all the homework. I have unlimited internet. Right. I can, right. Con- I can connect with my friends that I haven't talked to yeah, in a long time. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's, and I spend a ton of time on like YouTube, like, you know, like Cabrina, I've just got a Cabrina foil kite. Yeah. You know? So it's like, oh, man. How, to, how, to, how to foil. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta pack all that in because when you're in the middle of nowhere, you're not on YouTube checking stuff out. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, and it's a chance to like really interact with our sponsors and pump out yeah. content. And, right, right. So um, you're busy. You're not just like laying around like, oh, I hate all these people and all these cars. You're just like, you're that's, just- Well, I think maybe cranking. that's how I cope with it yeah. is I just stay busy. Yeah. Um, this time going surfing, like the last trips I haven't surfed, but this trip- Yep. Um, we went, you know, I went down and, and got in the water a few times yeah. and that helps a lot and it helps little, little things help. Cause it's like, now that we've been there, you know, coming up on five years, wow, it, it's kind of like that, that's, that's the normal. And this is like the, the abnormal. Right. So instead of like, wow, this is a cluttered chaos, crazy place that I live in my home. I can't wait to get back to my vacation. It feels like, right. You know, I know I, we know the rhythms, you know, we have s- some friends there that, that we've, spent a lot of time with and some of them it you know when you spent your buddies that you paddle with and that yeah. you free dive with you're kind of yeah it, you're it's a, in a vibe together that's flowing yeah that rhythm yeah. like you said and you're do it's not like your friends that you just go out to dinner right. with or something and there's like a more of a yeah more of a family more of a family yeah, yeah and right. a heavier connection and you look that's out for nice. each other so right. there's there's a lot of that and um yeah but i mean the thing that is nuts out here is just the just the, is acrimony the right word like the hatred there's yeah. so much hatred here yeah and ju- judgment and I don't want to like, I'm not trying to like shit on people's home, you know, cause there's a lot of beauty here too, Yep. you know, certainly. Um, I think, uh, I think people here are always like, like searching for what's the right thing. And yeah, like, oh, very much so, you know, passionate about their beliefs. Uh, just the, the water sports, the, the athletes out here are, are intense, you know, yeah. passionate and innovative and <laughs> intense is what it's saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you got that, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and, it's, and it's familiar in a way, yeah. you know. But you're like, mm, kind of past that, you know. I'm ready. You'll be ready to go back to your your, your space in the world and do yeah. your thing and back to that life that you've built for yourselves that you're used to that's familiar. It's more than you that. Know? The yeah. place there, 
because of my condition especially it it's um like the place is welcoming me whereas california i feel like it's it's flipping me off a little yep, bit yep yep i can see that you know like yep. going up and down cliffs is super hard for me so staircases suck yep. putting on a wetsuit is super hard oh, for me now man. and taking it off pulling you know i just don't have those yeah the crowds in the lineup i can't paddle fast i can't right. compete you know so all these things it's yeah. kind of like california i feel like is you know unfortunately because yeah. there's so many things here that i love yep um it's not as accepting of you and where you're at with what you're trying to do you know i get that especially in the water yeah. i mean unless people know you and again it's like it's even so, then yeah really yeah. yeah i mean i had you know my home breaks that were great back home and, and i have some really good friends from back there still and but I, you know my home break my main home break had a long staircase yeah and i wouldn't be able to carry board down that yeah now. right there's no way yeah or get back up anyways yeah and um you know and i go to the other breaks that i've surfed my whole life or most of it and and i just i just can't compete you know yeah. the younger guys don't know you know it's just i just totally. can't i just can't do it yeah, so yeah yeah uh, i'm on yeah. a bodyboard you know that's yeah. like a huge right in french polynesia they don't care if you're they don't care what, you they don't care yeah. what you're right yeah. everybody could, could be a floating log they're like yeah right on yeah yeah in fact in this magic cove there was a day that we went yeah. out and kids were riding logs yeah, so just cool. to see just playing yeah you know yeah we actually had we went to one beach break and i had my surf mat oh I, bitching I yeah mat, and i was out there and there were two local dudes watching and they had their boogies there and they're looking at me and they're like oh yeah this is great like they were on the I beach kept losing it and i would just swim in and grab it I didn't yeah because it doesn't have a leash and they're looking at me and they're like hey hey they, they, they're trying to offer their boogie board yeah here use like, this don't use that that raft thing yeah yeah like can you imagine a wave in california where you're on like the wrong equipment and somebody paddles out from the beach and goes oh use my board it's way better <laughs> you know yeah oh it, yeah it's that'd be pretty rare and I, I actually tell a story and it's i i don't feel stupid telling it but it's it's a sign it's 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 it kind of wraps up everything we're talking about not that mm -hmm. long ago it was probably two months ago mm -hmm. it was like a wednesday afternoon i'm at the lane it was like it was like the high school or the um the middle school surf team my kids are out there it's nothing it's breaking it's nothing right so i'm like i'm gonna paddle up from cows on this big 11 foot long board and wow. just check them out on the shoulder well yeah. I, I paddle through and there's a spot between cows and the lane called indicators and it goes off when it goes off it's a wonderful wave but th they hadn't been breaking because just the, the swell wasn't there but i'm paddling up i'm like whoa what's this and the one came through and i got it great you know and then another one i was like whoa and then oh, actually yeah. to the surf mat a good friend of mine his name's steiny he's been on the podcast he's a epic dude you got to listen to his if you can download it before you go I will. he rides a surf mat and he kicks out on a surf mat and and so we try to trade waves and it's just the two of us We're like this is cool but it's my buddy and all of a sudden this this gal comes out and it's just the three of us and we're like kind of tripping out like <laughs> nobody saw it yet yeah. and, you know and like an hour later there's gonna be 25 people probably you know and we were like laughing and i go hey you can have this wave and i and to her i didn't know her yeah. and she looked at me like like you're an alien <laughs> and then she's like what's the catch okay yeah is and there then, another way she came coming? out this huge smile and i'm like hey i'm so stoked that i was able to give you a wave she's like nobody's giving me a wave and like you know that i didn't know like a stranger yeah and it was we we're all remarking how rare that is that's Feels like good, just it? wraps up what we're talking about you know to be able to do that it was like it rad does. i was like oh, man fine and then of course people came out and then that that those vibes were over but and had it a, for a while i love that story too because it it's a good reminder that kind of anywhere no matter how gnarly it is there are there are little yeah. still gems of paradise it's true it's true you man know? and what i noticed too is everybody i shouldn't say everybody the majority of people are able to get themselves in that sharing mindset when the conditions are right 
yeah. by nature. They're not trying to hassle each other. I think some people are built that way. Yeah. But I think the majority of people will just, if they, they see that happening, they're like, oh, cool, I'll get down with that too. But the, the consensus vibe is usually, it's like you just expect when you jump in that it's going to be like, you know, jockeying and all that stuff. And Yeah. But so now that is what it is. Tell but. that story then, then when we were, we were out our first year there and oh, that local kid yeah. came out. We were out, it was, we hadn't gotten, we, we hadn't gotten to Tahiti more, yeah, like the main islands yet. So we, 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 you know, went through the Marquesas and then we're in this really super remote area, but there's no surf, you know, the Marquesas aren't really, you don't go there to surf, right. you know? So we're in the, for the first time in French Polynesia, we're in a spot where there's waves. But it's a super remote spot, so we hadn't really been in a lineup yet. We didn't really know kind of yeah, the, the local how's this etiquette. Work? Yeah, yeah, and there was only four of us out, and we knew all everybody were, were sailors. You know, we all knew each other. It's hard to get to this place, and this kid paddles out, a local kid, and uh, and he walks and he paddles right up to me, like like right up to me, right in my face, and I'm like okay, and then he stops and he, and he you know Irana, you know like hello, and he reaches out and like shakes my hand like like super happy and i was like thinking wow maybe he's on the spectrum or something yeah, this is like why really is he really so stoked to see me like taking his wave or in his or, or just whatever yeah. then he goes to everybody in the lineup and we were like i was like what's okay maybe he's a beginner maybe he you know yeah. i didn't know what his deal was but that's that's actually the whoever's paddles out you go and you shake everybody's hand when you get and there's some spots that are crowded yeah. and it's the except but most spots if there's only like a couple of heads out the 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 culture is you paddle out and you shake everybody's hand. Wow, imagine that versus paddling out and just sitting cold shoulder yeah. ne- five feet from like four other people and nobody's talking. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that. I've never seen that out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's so rad. Oh man. You know, the, the bodyboarder talks to the supper, Jeez. talks to the surfer. Talks Can you imagine to- how like what a better world in the water would be in like California and other, you know, mainstream spots. If, <laughs> if I don't know people if it could. would work though. I, I think, you know, there it's too crowded. Yeah. You know, there's not enough resources. It's a limited resource. It's true, man. I mean, you know, if you share, if everybody shares every wave, yeah. as beautiful as it sounds, like nobody's surfing. Everybody's, yeah. <laughs> everybody's you know. giving. Yeah, yeah. You know, every time you go out and shake everybody's hands, like good morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. No, you're right. You're right. There's but a time and a place for that. I, I'm yeah. actually kind of grateful that there's places like that that, that exist. And that oh, there's places man. like here that exist because yeah. then, you know, <laughs> You know, I don't know. It's like the, everybody who's listening to this knows the story, you know. But, but I guess sometimes if if you hear it from somebody who actually lives there for for years, and yeah. it's not just on a vacation or something. Right. I mean, it's yeah for five years. That's the norm. Right. But it's right. You know, there, there's places where, you know, you kite, and and uh, if a kite goes down, everybody goes out and brings the kite back. There's there's places yeah. where, when you're diving, you know, um, like let's say there's a, a buoy. This is, you know, you take your boat to go dive and you tie off to the buoy and the next boat will come and they'll tie off to your boat and then the next yeah, boat will tie off to that just, boat. It's just works. what you do. And yeah. then when, if you're the front boat, yeah. then you take the next boat yeah. and you tie it to the buoy. Right. You know, and everybody just, you leave your gear in the boat and it's, yeah, it's all good. It's usually good. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. So you guys are back here in the Bay Area in California for a couple of weeks. You have until the 14th and you're going back, I yeah. think. So then what's next? So you'll go back. It'll be almost end or well, mid-May. Yeah. And then, so what's your plan through the rest of 2019? Well, um, 
Go back to paradise, your paradise secret spot. Five minute static, hundred foot. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the next. <laughs> nice. No, we're um, you know now that I've got that Tarek, I can I can you know really yeah, see the numbers. You can I'm really not just start geeking out on your time. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, hopefully I don't lose like what you're talking about that feel thing. Yeah, that you won't. I won't. But but no, when we first get back, yep. um, we have a lot of maintenance. You know, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of what we're doing is just working on the boat. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a project I'm working on now. Uh, this is the first time the. This is the world premiere of announcing this, but we're working with with um, actually with Hinano, which is a yeah. beer that's brewed in in, yep. in there. And um, Nicole and I are Hinano ambassadors now, oh, which is kind of awesome. exciting. Congrats! Uh, it's great because they they have a clothing. You get free beer. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't get free beer. I wish. No, we're we're on the clothing side. But what's nice about Hinano is that they're not trying to sell like I'm rad, I'm sexy, I'm whatever. Yeah, they're like. Island life, all the stuff that we're talking about, about right. the, the just the love of life and each other, yeah. and that's what Hinano is all about. And uh, it's it's cool. it's kind of reflected in all their designs, and it's the yeah. vibe. But we know the people who work there, and it's just cool. It's wow. incredible. But what we're trying to do is, and I'm in the middle of right now, is we're we're trying to bring out a couple of the disabled surfers, the top disabled surfers from Hawaii and California, yeah. to Tahiti. To they have there's the people with disabilities in Tahiti are, are marginalized. There's not a lot of accessibility. Yep. Once a year, they have like a canoe thing or mm -hmm. whatever, a surfing thing. And, you know, we've made contact with the organizations that are there for people with disabilities. And all the pieces of the puzzle are there wow. pretty much. Yeah. It's just the final, the final steps. Yeah. But the idea is, is that now there's the, you know, um, Stoke for Life, a great foundation yeah. in California has a right. big contest with prize money for, for surfers with yeah. disabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Access Surf Hawaii has big events in Hawaii. Cool. There's contests all over the world now. But Tahiti, which is one of the main seafaring surfing cultures, yeah. isn't represented at all because mm -hmm. nobody knows you can surf. So I'm, I'm going to bring out these guys and, and girls to Tahiti. Nice. And they're going to, you know, train the volunteers yeah. and teach these, you know, right get some on. people going and then leave their gear. Yep. And then... Um, Just grow that program over there. That's it. Well, the whole cool. idea is, is that hopefully next year these surfers can go to the mainland, yeah. stay with these guys and surf these events. Got it. And, that's cool. And bring the culture, yeah. you know, bring them. Exactly. Yeah, cool. That's cool. So that's through this year. And then any certain spots or places yeah. of the islands Sorry, you've never been? Sorry, I keep going around no, that's okay. <laughs> When we first, the short, the, the, the logistic kind of yeah. step-by-step, when we first get back, there'll be some maintenance. Yep. We're going to park and probably Morea. We kind of spend a lot of time there. Yeah. There's a spot that has, um, it, it's kind of got everything that we want, you yep. know, right right there yep. that, it's that spot that i was telling you where i can dive down and yeah oh, cool um but there's a grid scoop there's a couple of good scuba spots right there there's a place to get air fills there's oh great you know one of my best friends lives right there uh, and his super hot daughter yeah <laughs> we, we tease him all the time so i'm hoping he hears yeah. this <laughs> you know um so anyways we'll, so we'll be um we're gonna park it and a great kiteboard uh, it's all right there it's all right there, it's all right there. So we're gonna um, park there, get some maintenance. Then we have to haul the boat out of the water and um, put new paint, which is a mission. Yep. And then after that, um, probably eh, there's it's Southwell season now, so we'll ping back and forth between the Southwell wave spots yep. and the the when the trade winds blow the kite spots. Yeah. You know. So nice. we'll just keep bouncing and just see what's what what makes sense day to day with your boat that goes 15 knots 16 knots yeah. you, can just, <laughs> you just blaze for a couple hours 30 40 that's, miles away pretty easily and that's top speed. yeah usually we're in the like 6 to 12 knot range yeah. but but yeah so that's that's kind of yeah. that's what's next nicole's solid. frothing on getting more solid with her free diving nice um 
you know, maybe, have you ever done, did you do the class at all, like an AIDA class or at I have not, I have t tons of friends who have, and I've had a couple of instructors on. Really? Um, I have not. I, it's on my list, actually. Actually, it's funny, this weekend, a good friend, Morgan Hostry, who yeah. you mentioned, she's coming up. She She's a, she's not a PFI instructor. I think she's a Nowi Freedive or a Patty, I can't remember. But she has a like a, a, a surf or surf conditioning. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Breath hold. She's going to come up and give it to me and some other um, NorCal guys oh, just for here. fun to kind of like play around with it um, in two weeks, yeah. Um, but no, my goal is, long story, is to, yeah. yeah do the legit it's the way to do it man stuff. like i'm a scuba instructor right yeah been one for a long time and and obviously with scuba diving now you go underwater and everybody doesn't you know a few people will blow bubbles on their friends regs but generally you know if you're gonna dive you take classes and you get certified yep. you know but free diving you're also underwater potentially you know it's it, scuba diving the hard part isn't learning the gear it's learning not to hold your breath yeah. and how to do you know, free diving, same thing. People hyperventilate and you get the shallow water blackout yep. and all this stuff. So, I mean, I think certification classes are... Yeah, it's great. It's just starting to blow up. I mean, yeah. I really see here in Santa Cruz, there is maybe like one legit person who's doing it. But okay. I, and I'm from Santa Cruz. I didn't even know he was even here doing it. So it's super underground. Southern Cal, some guys in Oregon, Hawaii, I think there's a lot more going on there. Okay. Florida too. But uh, the instruction, but a good friend of mine who's here, he's almost done with his instruction. So he'll become nice. one. Because it's good. I mean... Everybody, I'm almost willing to say everybody, will say the same thing, which is once you know, you're like, God, I was diving so exactly. and so Because exactly. you just don't know. You're like, I'm going to hold my breath. Right. I'll come up now. And you yeah. just don't understand any of it, you know? So I, I'm a huge fan of training. Going to get my kids into it. Just They might not ever pursue it seriously, but I don't care if we go snorkeling and visit you guys or something. I want them to know down. how they freaking, you know, what, what's happening with the oxygen in their body and everything, yeah. you know? So. And I think you reach new levels of performance you didn't know you had before. Yeah, for sure. And you learn technique. Yeah. There's a lot of instructors actually in Tahiti and Morea, so we're probably going to hook oh, up with that. That's rad. Um, cool. Yeah, and we'll, we'll just see where that goes. And then Solid. Uh, cycling season, we're going to just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Back to your secret spot? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. <laughs> that might be when I have to come visit you. <laughs> come on. You'll blindfold me for the long passage there, so I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, I really appreciate it. It's been epic talking in person. And yeah. thanks for reaching out and spending time on your work vacation. Oh, yeah. uh, and geez, maybe we do another one of these in another six months and Love keep to. checking in, man. Can uh, I throw a couple plugs? Please. We have um, a, our YouTube channel, To Afloat. To Afloat. It used to be, you know, mostly like 12-year-old jokes. and <laughs> yeah, I remember. Good you know, good like, ones, yeah. you know, Nicole in a bikini <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it was sort of morphed since Nicole started editing them. I kind of yeah. was like... Always in a bikini because that's all I wear. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it used to be mostly about the fact that you're in a bikini. <laughs> yeah, but, but, it's you know, cleaned up a little bit now that Nicole's took it over. <laughs> well, a few things. Well, yes, yes. It's become a little more mature. But also, Nicole has started getting more... Like, Nicole is a, a pretty good kiter now. She can do back yeah. rolls and she can... Nice. You know, and, and her base... She's at that level. The early, you know, early, early yeah. beginning of when it really starts to blow up. And oh, she's starting nice. to free dive. So... Now we're able to do those things more. So there's a lot more of that in the videos. Cool. Yeah. And, it, and a lot more of it on the different levels. So me and then her and yep. you. And we're doing a lot more of kind of like what is sailing about and what is this and what is it. So Very cool. Educational yeah, as but, well. You know, like this is what it's like if you've ever right. thought about what is it like to live on a boat yeah, year round cool. in the middle of nowhere. Right. You know, 
in, and with some 12 year old humor and Nicole in a bikini. <laughs> you got to roll that in there. Tuafloat.com. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So awesome. they've been awesome. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to still be working with Cabrina, you yeah. know, so yep. Adventure Sports is a, is the, the local shops that I would check out. Yep, Adventure cool. Sports carries that line. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, we're just, we're just, the, that's, that's the main yeah, part. Yeah, kites are just so cool. friendly. Oh, moto. and the moto kites are incredible they're they're like autopilot and then the a really big one and i can't believe i didn't say this earlier but hanano gave us a promo code oh sweet and with this promo code the person whoever it is gets 10 percent off yeah but they also donate 10 percent to the nonprofit that nicole and i designate oh that's awesome man and we haven't designated it yet but it's probably going to be one of these disabled surfing groups Got and it. an environmental group. That's cool. What's the promo code? Do you know? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's Levinson 10. I'm not sure. Verify that and I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. So when this goes out in like a week-ish, little, maybe a little more, if you can, I'll hit you up or hit me up and I'll throw it in there. To I will. Sure, that happened this that's week. Cool. So I'm yeah, that's sorry. exciting. Yeah, hananolife.com nice. is it. So thank you Got for it. letting me do those plugs and super sick to meet you in person, man. It's yeah. unreal. Oh, it's way better fun. than over the phone. It is way better, man. It's, it's just different. You know, it's, it's, it's rad, like remote. It's always cool, but like to actually see, I don't know, there's something that just amplifies like the, the, the understanding, I think, between people who don't want to And I can't other, believe you get to play stuff. with Morgan. I'm jealous. Oh, I know. I'm so stoked. She's unreal. She's hey, unreal. If anybody who's listening to this, if anything resonates and they want to reach out, I'm, I, I yeah. almost always get a few messages, but I feel like I should just, that more people are probably on the fence and don't want to. Yeah. Um, disabled, able-bodied, you know, just, hey, whatever. Um, they can get me Sweet. in the show notes, you know, whatever. It'll yeah. be down there, but. Is there an email address you want to share? Um, to afloat dot, yeah. or just to afloat at Gmail. Okay. T-W-O afloat at cool. Gmail. Cool, we'll throw that in there um, too. Sometimes we don't have email for a couple of weeks, so don't be yeah. offended, but. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, we we I think a big part of Polynesian culture is sharing, and yeah. it's something that has, yeah. like you were saying, sharing the waves feels good. And for me personally, one of the ways that that I'm able to share, I don't have a lot to give, you know. But I think that uh, it, you know, if, if there's knowledge, if somebody wants to know something that I might yeah. have experienced, yeah. I'm happy to share it. Well, you guys have been sailing around French Polynesia for five years and doing all kinds of rad things in the water. I'm sure there's a ton of questions people have who want to go yeah. up there and do that stuff. How do we do this? How do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, reach out. Awesome. And, um, legend. Thank you. Cool. All right, you guys. Thank you so much, Nicole, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. Super fun. All right. Likewise. <laughs> hey there. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, please, you know, uh, hype us up on social media. Always appreciate, you know, spreading the word. Uh, give us a nice little rating on the uh, your podcast app and uh, just keep tuning in. If you're interested in being on the show and sharing some of your life stories, uh, hit me up, Josh at thisoceanlife.tv. You can PM me on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Anyway, thanks again for being here and uh, have a great day.